Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Let It Resonate with your host, Jalen Darling. As always, I intend this episode finds you well, and if not, it is absolutely the pick-me-up to turn your week around. Let's go ahead and get into our affirmation for the week. Our affirmation is, my great planning is followed by even better execution. My great planning is followed by even better execution. Flip-flop how you need to so that it resonates and clicks with you. But as you know, this affirmation just is reminding us, yes, we're great planners and schedulers and writing it out, but also we take the action after. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this episode. It may resonate with you. Okay, so I know you heard affirmation. My my great planning is followed by even better execution. My good planning is followed by even better execution. Flip-flop how you need to. But like I said before, we're emphasizing, yes, you might be a planner. Yes, you might be sifting and sorting through things and getting ready. But at the end of the day, you take the action that is needed. In this episode, I want to highlight motion versus movement, motion versus action. And I'm sure we know what it is, but Maybe we don't realize that we're stuck in motion. Maybe we're confusing motion with movement, confusing motion with progress, confusing motion with action. And maybe you are in action, and I love that. But maybe sometimes you find yourself stuck in motion, or you don't realize it. I want you to think of motion as a physical property. It doesn't have a purpose, but it's just a physical property. And I want you to think of movement as the quality of motion. It is the extension of motion. And if we can take it back even more, break it down some more, motion, we're in motion to not stand still, but that doesn't mean we're moving forward. That doesn't mean we're moving in any type of direction. That doesn't mean we're progressing or regressing. We're just trying not to be still. And that's why I also said, take out, there's no real purpose in motion. There's no, I have to get from A to B in motion. You're just trying not to move. So motion could just be spinning in circles. You're not technically moving, going forward, but yeah, you're not standing still. You're not stagnant. Motion could be just tapping your feet in one place. Again, you're not stagnant. Yeah, okay, you're you're one step better from being stagnant, but You're 10 steps off from moving in the direction that you want to move in. Motion could mean just, like I said, not being still, but there's no purpose here. So how do we apply this to our everyday life? A lot of times we're in motion for our dreams and big ideas. We're planning, looking things up, brainstorming, collabing, but we've never moved forward from that. So we are doing a lot. I won't I won't downplay that. You are doing a lot. You are planning, scheduling, this, that. You're creating motion. You're not sitting still, but you're not moving forward also. Again, the emphasis here is that it doesn't have a purpose. And yes, the grand scheme of it is, yeah, you're planning for this big purpose or you're scheduling for this big purpose, but the actual actions of motion doesn't have a purpose. It's not like going and signing up for the LLC. What is that? What is the purpose of that? To be one step closer to that business. Going out and 
booking that class or paying for that class or paying for that certification to help leverage your business? What is the purpose of that? Again, to be one step closer in your business versus writing out a Venn diagram of how you want your business to be on your bed at home. Yeah, in the grand scheme, there is this purpose towards your business, but that itself is not going to propel you forward. That right there is you spinning in circles. And don't get me wrong, motion itself is not a bad thing. Motion becomes a bad thing when it becomes our new our new version of procrastination. It becomes a bad thing when it is our crutch from failure. And when I say crutch from failure, let me stay in this planning phase. Let me perfect in this planning phase so that I can lessen my risk of failure. Let me tell you this. It's... There are ways to, yes, lessen your risk of failure, but the everyday risk of starting a business does not lessen because you planned for 10 years. Shit still comes up. Take it from me. I'm a business owner. I'm surrounded by business owners. I've seen friends in business, family in business. Shit comes up. I've seen the most proficient business owners still handle shit that comes up. But we stay in motion to, like I said, find the least the the right uh, uh, wow the route of least resistance for risk. Whatever the dream may be, maybe it's not a business. Maybe it's going back to school for you. We're gonna plan for as long as we need to to have the route of least resistance when starting something new, when going after something we said we're gonna set our heart to and set our mind to motion. And like I said, it's just to not stand still. So you want to do better. You want to progress. You don't want to sit complacent and stagnant. Of course not. I see that. You're not sitting still. You're not a tree. You can move. Stand up. You know, you're moving, but you're not progressing. You're not moving forward. You're just a change in place, really. That's all you're trying to do. You're not trying to hit a destination. You're not trying to progress. You're just trying to shift and change in place. You're just making sure you're not standing still when it comes to this certain thing versus movement. Movement is to get from one place to another. Movement usually has a purpose. Like I said, we got to get from one place to another, from A to B, B to C, C to D, elemental P. Movement usually has purpose. Movement also has an origin. I came from here, and movement also has a destination, but I want to go here. Movement, again, purpose. Why do I want to get there? Why do you want that business? Why do you want to go back to school? Why do you want to do what your heart has set you out to do? Where are you coming from? Where Where is your origin? Are you starting from the beginning? Started from the bottom, now we're here. Hey, hey. Are we starting from the beginning? Are we starting from the middle? Are we pivoting? Are we starting from a completely new place? Are we picking up where we left off? And then there's a destination. Where do we want to end up? So now we don't have this idle moving, this spinning in circles, this tapping on the foot, this shimmy, 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 shake, shake, you know? We don't have that and call it movement. We have a purpose, we have an origin, and we have a destination. I-10 by 10, if you've seen Johnson Family Vacation. I-10 by 10. And we're on that path and we're moving forward. 
And a lot of us confuse motion and movement. A lot of us want the camaraderie and the cheers for motion, but are terrified of movement. Because motion is a safety net. Motion says, I stay up all night researching this, and I spend my days studying that, and I spend time debating that, and I spend, oh, so many hours planning that, and now I'm spending my break brainstorming that, but you never made movement. You have never left your point of origin. You never set out to hit a destination. You've been doing all this, and I love that for you, but you're just burning fumes in a circle. You're just burning fumes. That's all you're doing, blowing smoke. Isn't that like an old saying when people say like they're lying or like trying to like fool you or work harder than what they're doing? They're just blowing smoke. Yeah. And, and if I wasn't as nice, full of shit. And maybe you don't mean to be that way. You don't. I understand. But at some point when your motion or your planning or your learning or your getting ready becomes your procrastination, whether you meant to or not, <clears throat> You are full of sugar, honey, iced tea. Y'all thought I forgot? Y'all thought I forgot from the last episode? No. You are full of sugar, honey, iced tea. You don't mean to be, but you are. And I want to break it down more on how this this would look in your life, how motion looks in our life. Now, I'm not going to tell you the specific area in your life, but if you're fixed on finding the perfect approach, so that, again, you can decrease your risk of failure. You're probably chilling in motion. You're probably filling up on sugar, honey, iced tea, little do you know. Like I said, your heart really might be in the right place as you have planned the same step for the last 20 days, months, weeks. But you're filling up on sugar, honey, iced tea because, like I said, you're fixated, fixed. Even though we're in motion, Even though you're not standing still, you're still fixed. You are fixed on finding that perfect approach. You are hooked on perfect. You are hooked on making sure I don't fail before you start. And that will always keep you at the starting line. You are dancing at the starting line. So yeah, you're not sitting at the starting line. You're not still there. But you sure enough are doing the Cupid shuffle, the two-step, the worm, backing it up on the starting line. And you're like, hold up, y'all. It's getting good. I'm setting up. I'm working hard. You're blowing, you're blowing smoke. You're what? Sugar honey iced tea? I smell it, don't you? Cause like I said, you're still at the finish line. Oh! Jump scare. I'm probably gonna leave that in. Now that was your sign. That was the bell to let you know that you are still dancing at the start line. So yeah, we're gonna keep that in there. Wake up. Smell the sugar honey iced tea in the air. But seriously, we are dancing and shuffling, and you are breaking a sweat, and you are pretty busy out there. You getting down. Because I'm saying this because we say I'm working hard. I'm putting in that work. I'm grinding. I'm putting in them hours. No sleep. Da-da-da. No stop. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Right? Yeah, you are doing that. But you also blowing smoke at the same time because you haven't left the finish line. You haven't made it to the next destination. And destination does not mean the finish line. Maybe just the checkpoint. Can you get to the checkpoint? 
before you go in another circle. And like I said, yeah, your heart's in the right place. You're just trying to make sure you have the the least amount of risk possible. But it always giving you is the least amount of movement possible. And there's a saying, ah, oh, I forgot who 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 said this. My bad, homie. Whoever you are. But it says the best is the enemy of good. You could be out here putting out good work, good movement, good stuff, but you you want to be the best emotion. You want to be the best not standing still but also shuffling at the starting line. You want to be the best in the midst of your planning. You want to be the best before you start. When you could be already started halfway through 10 checkpoints and good and building up your best. Because motion in your life looks like planning, overlearning, strategizing. And none of these create direct results. They can aid in results, yes, of course. But I'm talking about the other half of planning, learning, strategizing. When you've done it so much and now it's just procrastination. I'm not talking about when we effectively have an allotted time for it. But then we also move after. That's not that. But there's a lot of us who are stuck in these these actions and these, well, not really actions, but you know what I mean? These actions of planning, learning, strategizing, and we're just putting them on repeat. And we're like, yeah, yeah. And you're hyping yourself up like you're creating results, but you're not. You're just blowing smoke. And it gives a sense of pseudo progress. It's pseudo progress without failure. You're just trying to delay failure. You rather have pseudo progress with delayed failure than to go out there and try and have actual concrete evidence of your motion and your movement put together and see where it takes you. And this reminds me of one of my first episodes, definitely in the first five. I feel like we're coming back in full circle, guys. You're getting some reminders from the new letter, from new letter resonate to old letter resonate. But it can easily put us in analysis paralysis. Remember the podcast episode, Paralysis by Analysis? Yeah, go run that back. I I really might replay that one for you guys. But Paralysis by Analysis, that episode was about how we freeze up, how we stay stagnant from the analytics of planning, of wanting to be great, of decreasing the risk of failure and overall motion yeah something's running something you might say how paralysis by analysis but something's running your noggin but not your body not your feet to make action you just using your noggin all day oh let me plan this and let me plan that let me schedule this and let me schedule that Ooh, let me strategize let me brainstorm okay you've been strategizing and brainstorming for 12 months all you, all you had to do to take the first action was get the LLC. All you had to do to take the first action was to sign up for the class. All you had to do for, to take the first action is join the hobby, whatever. Find the hobby, find a group. That's all you had to do. And sometimes it's not even putting yourself out there. Maybe you just, maybe we're talking about fitness. And I'm not going to be the one to just say, go throw yourself in the gym. I understand gym culture. I understand the anxiety around it. But all you have to do is open the YouTube video. That's it. 
you want to just you just want a little bit of progress on your weight loss journey or your weight gain journey. That's it. No one said you had to start with a $10,000 trainer. No one said you had to start with an expensive gym membership. No one said you had to start there. You could have started with YouTube. But you've been planning to lose weight for six months now. You've been planning to go back to school for two years now. You've been planning to start your business for four years now. You've been planning to get more serious about your art for how many years? Months? Planning, strategizing, thinking about, yeah, so I'm going to do this. And I am, I am one to talk. You guys know I grab myself by my edges every week so that you can thrive in life. I am one to talk because Tranquil Mobility, uh, Tranquil Mobility and Let It Resonate both started in heavy motion, not movement motion, planning. I was literally planning how I was going to revise or revamp the podcast before I even put out the first version. I was like, yeah, I'll probably do this for a year, talk about this, and then probably take this shift. How are you going to take a shift on something you never started? To shift, you have to be in one direction already. You have to be moving, movement in one direction to make that shift. And I was over here talking about, yeah, I'm going to start the podcast one day. And then by year, I was planning year three's pivot without even starting the podcast, even signing up, you know, taking the steps to put your podcast on a platform, doing anything. I was just researching 24-7 and strategizing. And if you ask me, at that time, I was coming home, I was putting that work. Work, work, work. Because it was like a good three, four hours on the couch every night. Motion. I wasn't standing still, but I wasn't moving forward. And you have to be mindful. You have to be aware. You have to be vigilant to know when your preparation becomes your new form of procrastination. Boys, we are the boys in motion. We give you our devotion. Sorry, y'all. I cannot do this whole episode without having a boys in motion reference. I don't even have a reference to it to the actual episode. But it was just going to be in there. And scene. Okay, back to the episode. (laughs) In all honesty, though, reflect. Let's just sit for five minutes. Whether you're driving, you know, keep driving safely. Don't speed. Please don't speed. But let's just sit for a second and think, is there an area in your life where you convert, where you can convert motion to movement? And it doesn't have to be, like I said, it doesn't jump you to the finish line. It might just get you off the start line because you may not hit the checkpoint. But how can we get you off the start line? Is there something in your life where you are dancing at the start line? breakdancing, moonwalking on the start line, you breaking a sweat, but you blowing, you blowing smoke and you filling up with sugar, honey, iced tea. Take the, take the honey and the sugar out the iced tea. That was my, my nice way of saying remove it. Remove the BS. We want to put ourselves in movement. And don't get me wrong. Motion is good. I'm talking about the overuse of motion. When motion becomes procrastination, when motion becomes a crutch, you know, there's, there's, like we all say, there's a happy balance to a lot of things. There's a good balance, you know, of 
you know, sugar. You can have sugar, but, you know, in moderation. Everything in moderation. You've lost the moderation for motion. It is the only thing you do now. And you want, like I said, you want to get to that movement. You want to take that action. Because action is the only way to create results. Action is going to take that motion and say, I got your back. Now let's make this happen for real. Let's bring it to life. Motion might be putting it on paper, but action is putting it in everyday life, bringing it to your reality. And I know that if you listen to Let It Resonate, that dream, that goal, you want it in your reality. You wouldn't be listening to a podcast about it if you didn't want to, if you didn't want to better yourself. You want to see it in your reality, but you have to want it enough to leave the start line. You have to want it enough to ignore the perfect approach to decrease risk. You have to want it enough to take out perfect. You have to want it enough to realize best is the enemy of good. And if I want to flip-flop the unknown person saying, so sorry again, Best is the enemy of progress. If you start out trying to be the best, there's a very good chance that you're starting out almost procrastinating because you're going to try and fine-tune before you even put out music. And don't get me wrong, you can, you can prepare before you put out music, but to fine-tune before you put out music is a little different because you haven't put out anything to fine-tune yet. You don't even know what it sounds like yet. And I want to give this analogy. Think about me. <laughs> that sounded very self-centered, but you guys know I'm very, I come from a very body background, cheerleading, gymnastics, aerial, work with the body, right? So any athlete, I always tell them to go stretch, work on mobility before the performance, before they start. So if I had a gymnast before me right now, new little gymnast, of course, when I get them, I'm going to say, hey, let's run out a warm-up. Let's get you warmed up. I don't know their skill set. I don't know what they know yet, but we can warm up, right? This is motion. We're not truly progressing in their skill set just yet. This is motion, though. We're not standing in one place. We're doing jumping jacks. We're running around. We get, we're getting warmed up. We are doing things to prepare for pr- progression in this child's skill set, but we're preparing, right? And then I say, all right, kiddo, we're going to work on a back handspring. And before I even see their back handspring, see what they need to work on, I'm like, hey, I know you specifically. We glue your feet together and make sure you're tracking with your eyes. And, oh, I don't like the way you flail, so tighten up your body and squeeze your core. And make sure you glue your arms to your ears because they're flailing all over the place. I haven't even seen them do it. I don't even know if they needed those cues right away it's nice to give a little heads up but i'm trying to fine-tune their skills before i even see what's within them before they even executed the skill and then they do it and i'm like oh okay they didn't even need like half of those cues they already knew right so that's like specifically right there that's the difference between motion and movement the motion was the warm-up getting ready but if I would have had this child stay in the warm-up or even stay in the tune-up of me giving all these cues, this, that, and the other, and then all the time, it's a 30-minute class, all the time goes by, it's like, oh, like what progress did you make? Nothing, but we, we prepared really well for that back handspring. Prepared. Prepared. 
Did you at least try one? Did you at least try it on the trampoline? Did you at least take a baby step towards it? No, but we talked a lot about it. We, we worked her up to it. I hope every parent want their money back because it's just, at this point, like I said, blowing smoke. Yes, there is a, like I said, and there is helpfulness. There is benefit to the motion. Warming up is important, important for anybody. <clears throat> But it's important to that gymnast and hearing the few little cues, hey, heads up, you know, this, that, this, that. But to perfect them before they even execute the skill is madness. To fine-tune them before they even have time to take action and see where they actually are is madness. And I've just wasted a whole class and there was no movement. There was no progress. This child probably could have tried the back handspring and maybe we know what they need to work on for the next class, but we're starting right back at ground one for the next class. And I could keep it going and keep, yeah, we're just really, I just want to make sure we perfect it before we actually execute the skill. It will never happen that way. You will never perfect the back handspring without trying it. You will Telling me all the cues will never perfect it. Showing me the cues will never perfect it. Having me do the longest workout in the world will never perfect it. The only thing that's going to remotely move you towards perfecting a back handspring or accomplishing it is trying it, going out, and then we refine and we tune up. They work together, but some of you guys are working with them out of order or you're only using motion alone. Boys, we are the boys in motion. I'm sorry, y'all. I had to do it again. So I want you to reflect, how can you bring movement in your life? How, where do you need movement in your life? Where are you chilling a little bit too much emotion? And where can you add some movement? Where can you invite the movement into your life, into your goals, into your dreams? I want you to reflect on that. And use the affirmation. My great planning is followed by even better action, even better execution. Remember that. It's not a bad thing to plan, but a lot of us stay in planning. We're planning just not to stand still, but we're not moving. We're not progressing. We're not finding ourselves moving or inspiring to take the next leap, step, move towards a certain destination, milestone, or even just simply taking our feet off the starting line. And that's something that we have to work on because it's going to change the, tra- change the trajectory of our goals, our dreams, and our success. It won't even change it. It'll start it. <laughs> It'll actually put movement into our life, put a little oomph behind it, action. And remember, action is the only way to see results. Planning's over planning only creates pseudo results. Don't you want the real thing? And guys, I am closing out this episode. I know something resonates with you. I'm always happy to talk to you guys again. Next week will be the tips, part two of this. So until next time, you guys have a beautiful week.